This, 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 this is mythical. What's the best sparkling water? The Sport Crew says they have the answer. Check out their ranking of the best sparkling waters on the market, flavored or not. Hey, Nicole, what do cold brew NFTs and my uncle's ostrich farming business have in common? You literally don't have an uncle. <laughs> That's right, they're all scams. This is a hot dog is a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Sher. And I'm your host, Nicole Anaiti. Uh, and it turns out the real scam was that I, d- I don't have an uncle. Yeah. Why yeah. did you lie about that? You don't have any uncles? I don't know. Uh, Do you have aunts? Yeah, I got my my aunt Barb. We call her Nana though. She lives in Jacksonville, Florida, because she because cool. she got very cold in Pennsylvania, and she was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Jacksonville. Like, I don't have I don't even have any friends in Jacksonville. Like, I can make friends, and you know what, Nicole? She made like one. Oh yeah, she no, she got Maureen. That's good. Anyway, today we're talking about cold brew coffee and how uh, I I'm, I'm gonna cop up to it. I think it's a scam. How can you think? A, a, a drink is a scam. What do you mean? Like most drinks are scams. Wine Get is a scam. Liquor is a scam. And cold brew, Nicole, is the next thing to come in and scam everybody why? out of the hard one. Okay, okay, tell me your I'll logic. tell you a couple of reasons why. Because one, Nicole, when I say cold, when, when, if I were to tell the average person <laughs> I'm going to drink a cold brew coffee, do you think they could explain to me the process in which that is made? Do you think, do you think yeah, that, that is very transparent? I can, I can give you a very succinct answer to that. No, you, but I'm saying like the average person, the yes. average Joe out there. Yes, average cup of Joe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, of course they know what it is. But like, it's why? common knowledge now. But, but do you think that cold, the process of cold brewing is actually making the drink better as opposed to hot brewing better? and then icing it down? Better? Well, well, but not only better, it's also more expensive. Cold brew coffee is more expensive than iced coffee used to be. Well, because it, the time it takes to brew it, it takes longer to brew. For those of you that don't know, cold brew coffee is typically a 12 to 24 hour process. You take a coffee that is a ground I, I prefer to do it in a, uh, not a fine ground, but like a coarse nice little ground. coarse ground. And then I pour cold water over it, and then I leave it in the fridge, and then 12 to 24 hours later, you have cold brew. You know what What's I do? the to problem? Co- no, I have a $20 Mr. Coffee machine, and I put coffee beans in there, and I put water in there, and then after mm-hmm. after after seven minutes, Nicole, mm-hmm. it percolates, it boils in there, and then you put it in there, and then you put it in the freezer for three hours, then you accidentally the shatter same. a glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens to me a yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, like iced coffee was always a thing, but it was like a little bit more niche. It was like a cool, sexy thing that Starbucks is selling these giant iced really? coffees. Really, I guess this was before my coffee drinking time because iced coffee has always been in the in the uh, what's it called zeitgeist. For yeah, me at least. Yeah, but then like yeah. cold brew comes along, mm-hmm. and now it is the de facto cold coffee beverage of choice. But I vastly prefer. Is it? Not okay. Not only is it the de facto cold coffee beverage, we got some stats here because Nicole, this is a research-based podcast. Hell yeah! Uh, 2015, there were. This is when Starbucks launched cold brew, uh, so it's still definitely in the zeitgeist. But uh, cold brew market share 110 million dollars per year in 2020. That tripled to 310. Mm. That is literally projected to triple again by 2025. Mm. It is a 25 percent market growth. Over year, so between 2015 and 2025, you're going from 110 million dollars to 944 million dollars. That's absolutely bonkers. Okay, have you done it for coffee though, like iced coffee? No, but like hot coffee. <laughs> exactly. But I'm saying it's not. People you're aren't drinking. You're research based stuff. Okay, Show. people aren't drinking nine times the amount of coffee that they used to, though, right? Like it's it's cold brew specifically, and specifically RTD cold brew that's ready to drink, like things in the grocery store. Oh um, well, obviously because it's pre-made. 
It's very important. You don't I'm need saying, to. You don't need to brew it. I but, thought you're talking about the average person who makes their own coffee. No, 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 no. So this is like uh, including ready-made and in okay. coffee shops and all that. This is like just like total market cap on all this. That's cool. I don't think no, it's a scam but my for that problem, exact reason. Nicole, okay. You were talking about how it takes more time to make cold brew coffee, right? A little, It also sure. takes more beans to make cold brew coffee. That's okay. So it's like two, but you're driving up the price but you're of con- coffee. No, 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 but you're also concentrating it and you can cut that with milk or water. But they're, but not true, not true. You're lying. You don't hold on. You're I will say, I will say, I will say, you do not have to cut cold. Well, for medical reasons, you should cut cold brew concentrate. You need to cut your cold brew concentrate. If not, you will go blind. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So here, fun little story time, real quick. So once I drank cold brew concentrate straight from the bottle, and Nicole was like, "Hey, don't do that. That's bad." And I was like, "Nicole, I'm a pro. I can handle my caffeine. I know what I'm doing." Um, fast forward five minutes, and I go, "Hey, Nicole." Uh, I can't see. And she goes, yeah. what? And I go, yeah, um, don't panic, but I am blind right now, and I don't know what's happening, and I have a splitting headache. Yeah, this was, what, a month when I was working with you? Like yeah. a month into it? And we I'm started like, you off hard. Yeah, you really, uh-huh. <laughs> really did. It was just me and you alone. Yeah, no one, one day I hurt there. my back, and Nicole had to tie my shoes yeah, for me. Yeah, Josh loves to say that story just to humble me every now and then. <laughs> not to humble you, to humble me. <laughs> that was embarrassing for me. You think <laughs> I wanted to do that? <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, oh, this is my first like uh, person I'm working with, and I'm going to run a whole department. <laughs> We're trying to build this thing out. And I'm just like, hey, so like I can not bend Aww, right now because of an injury I, if you tie my shoes that'd be great and then you went blind and then I went blind a week later, later because I drank uh, <laughs> probably about a thousand milligrams of caffeine you had a lot of and that's one th- well I do believe that on cold brew <laughs> like ready to drink cold brew we need to have labels that say please dilute yes yeah. are that's there the clear th- instructions on the bottle sure on the back of the sure. bottle on the, who's yeah, the, back the, of the bottle? you're saying we need like a surgeon general's warning like yeah, they like get on cigarettes, cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course you do have a skull and crossbones yeah are you kidding me have you ever been to the grocery store and they have like a sign that says this product is not for pregnant people because it's been treated with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah, we should... It's like, this isn't for idiots. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to be able to understand yeah. basic commands yeah, but to me, drink this product. Let me tell you, I do love cold brew. I don't like making it, but I know how to make it. But you know what I don't know how to make? I don't know how to brew a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm going to be honest what? with you guys. There's a lot of things I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talents in this little body of mine, but one of them, I don't know how to work a coffee machine to save my life. Like, if you were to walk up to, say, the $20 Mr. Coffee machine that I have in my home, and I said, hey, could you make me a cup? No. You just wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to do, do it. Do you think you could reason it out, though, if you, like, thought through how the machine works? Do you know how I it works? I would need a few minutes. <laughs> I would need, like, about, I need, I need, like, six minutes and two tries. Does this, do you drink, but you drink coffee on the regular, No, right? I'm an espresso girl. Well, do I you like make pods. espresso at home? Nespresso, Nespresso oh, you're, machine. You are an Nespresso, Nespresso girl. girl. Yeah, Nespresso machines, coffee machines that you just throw the pod in and it works. Oh my god, I've you just call brewed... that a coffee machine now? You're talking about a Keurig? Yeah, never, never use like a regular like fill the pot with the wa- you fill the pot with the water. No, you fill no, the co- you fill the, the basin. You fill the, you basin. Fill the basin with water. Then this that is not me pretending to be stupid because I don't like being stupid. But like this is like I've never done. When it. did Keurigs even come out? Like you didn't start drinking coffee in the home until post Keurig. Yeah. That's probably what, like 2012? Well, my parents also were instant coffee people. Oh, okay. Wait, there's something we can agree on because I think people need to put more respect on instant coffee. Yeah, obviously. Uh, And that's something that like people around the world drink a lot of. I remember when I was in Israel, Mm -hmm. like that was the only coffee they had. Yeah. You'd be in a hotel room and be like, hey, where can I get a cup of coffee? And they were just like, oh, we have, you know, Nescafe. And they just like point to a little... Uh, thing of instant coffee, and I Elite, love it. Elite, that's the one I had in my house. Elite 
instant coffee was oh the drink God. of my childhood. Well, not my childhood, but I was like 18 when I started drinking coffee. But yeah, no, in my house, we never had a coffee machine. And then whenever we would have a coffee machine, it was on vacation and my dad would use it to brew tea. We would never. Oh, really? You're talking about like the coffee machine in the hotel room? Yeah. Like you just like brew tea in it? Yeah. Like we never drank coffee like that. That's so adorable. I grew up. Uh, automated <laughs> and lazy. You know the inventor, coffee. the inventor of Keurig, uh-huh. like Alfred Nobel, the inventor of dynamite, like regrets his invention, and he's like working to really? try and stop it. Yeah, that's the thing because Keurig has been so environmentally disastrous. Apparently, mm. uh, is a thing. Yeah, I don't exactly have the data on it, but that's it the thing. Is. And now he's basically like, I regret ever having done that. Yeah, they have because it's just single K- use. But they have compostable K cups now. Yeah, but they only started making compostable yeah. K cups because they yeah. were like, oh. Oh God, what have yeah, we done? So true. I so recycle, you should feel terrible. I recycle all my Nespresso pods. I really do. I'm very I recycle them. We have a baggie that we give to the Nespresso store and we say, here you go. And they say, Oh my God, thank you so much. Here's a free sleeve. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, that's like an incentive, like a buyback program. I don't know. Maybe they just like us. Is it the Bed Bath and Beyond? No, it's the Nespresso store. It's just a standalone Nespresso it's store? The, yeah. Where? There's one in Beverly Drive. God, of course. And then there there's is. one in the Bloomingdale's in Century City Mall. Your favorite mall. It's a good mall. <laughs> hey, if you're listening mall. to this, Josh loves to go to centuries. Yeah, I hang out there on the weekends. Come find me. Um, okay, cold brew. The cold brew iced coffee dichotomy. So cold brew takes a, a lot longer to make. Because, That's fine. Uh, sure, 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 sure. But we're talking on like a global industrial scale here. Not only that, Why you take twice the amount of that way? Because, okay, here's the real what reason I'm mad. the people? The people. Here's the real reason I'm mad about cold brew, okay, right? Is ahead. that I love coffee. Well, not, okay. Let me reframe. You don't, I don't love coffee. coffee. I don't love coffee. I love caffeine and I need it as a drug. If I don't have caffeine, mm-hmm. um, I will just get a splitting headache and I'll scream yeah. and I'll cry and I'll wail and I'll moan. And if I have too much caffeine, I go blind. We've established that. <laughs> it's happened three times in my life. Oh my uh, one prom night because we couldn't find any alcohol because so our monsters? parent hookup. Yeah, so <gasps> we're like, let's get messed up on monsters. That's so what just my feel friend something. did at, at grad night. Is, did you yeah. do that at grad night or prom? Prom, prom, prom My prom, friend prom. did that at grad night and I literally physically took the, the monster and I'm like, you need to sit down because yeah. you're gonna die on this freaking uh, roller coaster. He's like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I started dry heaving in a Denny's bathroom at like 4:30 in the morning. That's so um, scary. Uh, I didn't have a fun prom night. Not, not like the movies. Neither. Uh, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> hey, we were the cool kids. All right, so cold brew takes twice as long, takes twice as many beans, <laughs> and that and that is the reason why cold brew coffee is so much more expensive than drip coffee. Okay, okay. Like you go to Starbucks, uh-huh. you can still get a drip coffee for like two dollars and forty five cents or something, which is expensive. For coffee, right? Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank says if you're spending more than a dollar fifty on a cup of coffee, you're wasting your money. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel like everything we buy is a waste of money because you can do it at home. Um, but <laughs> that said, like cold brew is significantly more expensive than that because of the time and process. Do you think that, say, cold brew is like 60% more expensive than drip coffee? Do you think that that is made up in the taste and enjoyment? You think cold brew is that much better? No. It's better. I just think putting the word scam on it is not right. It's a different way to enjoy coffee. It's a scammy way to enjoy coffee. What makes it scammy? The fact that it's more expensive and it's more labor on it's harder But then, no, here's the real scam. Oh, here's the real scam, Nicole. The fact that now people associate cold brew with the default chilled coffee experience. So right now, if you were to go to the store and look up all of these ready-to-drink coffee drinks that are mm-hmm. in the refrigerated mm-hmm. section, 90% of them would be cold brew, right? They're, it's not labeled as iced coffee anymore. Yeah, it's all cold brew. 
And so they're all actually cold brewing it, meaning you're just driving up the general price because you're artificially inflating the amount of labor that's coming. This is like a contractor on a job. Okay, again, all these cold brews that are being sold are concentrates, correct? No. No. How much of them? No. Like 50% of them. I don't even think so. I'd say probably less than 20% are concentrates. You think so? I feel like cold brew concentrates, no. like like OG brands like no. Chameleon. That's the that's the They're selling concentrates, but a lot of these aren't. They're just selling straight ready to drink, like especially stock? like the cans. You know, you got your stump towns, Love like all of these town. coffee. Uh, Starbucks has just canned cold brew. Starbucks still sells 64 ounce things of iced coffee, which I get if I'm in a pinch. Mm-mm. Um, at the old Smart and Final. I'm not a big iced coffee. I've never been an iced coffee person either. But you do like cold brew. I do like cold brew. What is the difference to you? The b- flavor. Between taste? What's the flavor it's difference? Tell me, cho- tell me, tell me. It's like more chocolatey. It's more like acidic. I know people are like, oh, acidic coffee, you. But like, it's like good whenever you have like a splash of cream in it. And like, I don't know. It's more zippy. It's more zingy. I feel like I'm getting more caffeine, even if that's not true or not. But I just feel more caffeinated. I want my coffee to taste like coffee. Yeah. Okay. And what do you gain from that? From not having fun? From being a big boring Mr. Man? Wait. Yeah. Big, that actually. Mr. Hold on. Man. Hold on. No. That is a good point. That is a good. Yeah. Because that was one of like the early things when I, you know, um, let's talk about Josh's childhood for a second. I'm like, so down. <laughs> like. Growing up without a lot of positive male role modeling, you know, uh-huh. uh, I was like constantly searching, like, what does it mean to to be a man? Okay. And, and Nicole, this is I need you to make eye contact with me because it's very personal. And oh, and sorry, I, found... I was being distracted because you talk about your family all the time. I was just looking at other cold brew brands. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I care about you. <laughs> no, so you much. don't have to. No, no, no take it, take no, it. Away. I'm saying no like, positive male role models. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it's tough, you know. And I and I, I was trying to search for what it meant to be a man, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the cues I took, like, hey, spicy foods. That's mm-hmm. what men. Dude, Nicole's I, physically <laughs> prying her eyes open like the end of a clockwork orange. They're forcing Alex DeLarge, played by the great Malcolm McTell, to watch scenes of violence. Anyways, I'm saying I thought like drinking black coffee made you a big manly man. Mm-hmm. And so from like age eight, I just drink black coffee anytime I could to be like, look at me, I'm a child but a man. And then now I like still associate that with positive reinforcement. I'm sorry for laughing. And so no, it's little, hilarious. A little little eight-year-old spiky-headed fat Josh drinking yeah. coffee. I wish I could have just I was given a you cute a hug. kid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like to be touched though, because I wasn't used to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't I didn't know what uh, another human body touching mine felt like, so I didn't I didn't want any part of it. Stop. Uh, <laughs> whether to keep laughing or just to keep crying. I don't even know. It's so sad. Oh, welcome to my life. I'm sorry. So um, that's why I still drink black coffee and I associate like the austere win, taste. But like you don't win anything from having a boring, gross poop coffee. No, but sometimes I, I, I like it. And also I don't consider it poop to me. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's not poop, Nicole. I think of it the same way as like alcohol where it's like I understand that oh, at first an acquired yeah, taste, yeah. you're uh, sussing out the different notes of Cocoa blossoms and cherry butters yeah, yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. the hell they talk uh-huh. about with coffee. Yeah. You know, and so I, I like to have a kind of like, you know, bitter, dark roast. Like that is what I'm searching for. My coffee flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't want this like cold brew, light, floral. I don't, cold brew is not light. And if anything, cold brew has a deeper, darker, more chocolatey, intense coffee flavor. Do you think it does? I know I it does. What do you mean you know it does? Well, it depends on the kind of bean. No, uh, you take one bean, you cold brew uh-uh, it versus another one. Because it's more stronger. 
Why didn't we have Morgan Eckroth on this? Who's oh Morgan? I'm sorry, Morgan. Morgan, I, know who you I would are. love Mrs. Morgan drinks coffee yes, on TikTok YouTube, friend incredible. of the show. Um, if you could like make a video, just kind of like reacting to this and the stupid and how things mad we you said. are, all the things we're saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'd be mags. You know, they seem kind of generally on. I don't think they're like a huge I coffee think, snob, but I think we're just I saying think, a bunch of dumb stuff. I think they might be disappointed in the way yeah, we're I'm a little disappointed this. with this. But <laughs> point is, I I'm not a. Um, for me, thinking about the taste of my coffee, though, uh-huh. is like thinking about the taste of my NyQuil, where it's like, I'm... This is your medicine? Yeah, I'm consuming this because I need it, hmm, right? I'm no. not drinking this for... I don't feel that way at all about coffee. No, you shouldn't. People Mm-mm. shouldn't. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's customizable. I agree with that. It's a joy. Coffee and tea and anything, like, caffeine-wise should give you joy instead of, like, you know, I don't know, what do you do for coffee consumption? What, what's your favorite cup of coffee? Like, what? What do you? I what do take you get? whatever thing that we have in the fridge and I pour it in a large glass and I chug it as so fast as I can. So you drink cold brew? Actually, no. Wait, hold on. I know. Well, okay. Yeah, that's another thing. I do drink a ton of cold brew you because drink... Nicole buys it and puts it in the mythical kitchen fridge on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody wants it. Oh, it's great. It's a delight. I love it. Love cold brew. Uh... <laughs> then why? No, is it I'm a scam saying if, if that was it? iced coffee, I would be. In fact, happier. I wouldn't even notice the difference. Well, so, but iced coffee is cheaper. Nicole, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't notice the difference. You wouldn't. And iced coffee is cheaper to make, cheaper to produce, <laughs> and it's not driving up the global price of coffee. Well, what do you want me to do? It's on the business card. Write a, letter, write a letter to Howard Schultz at Starbucks. Or I no. don't want to. Is that the Peanuts guy? Not <laughs> Charles Schultz. Yeah, Howard Schultz is definitely the Starbucks George CEO. George Schultz. <laughs> George Schultz. What did he do? Was he a composer? <laughs> no. Who's George, George Schultz? Schultz. He was he like helped with like Russia and Gorbachev and oh. Reagan and stuff. Yeah, he's a for, former U.S. secretary. Why don't I know who George Schultz? I is? don't know. Interesting. Uh, he was anyways. on the board of Theranos. Oh, that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, Nicole just finished watching the dropout. It was so good. Amanda Seyfried come on the but show. But I just watched We Crashed, and that's the same show. Is it? Well, it's following. There's like a weird trend now where there'll be a very interesting story and then Uh somebody will make a documentary series about it and then Uh somebody will make a narrative series about it. Uh And it's just too much content to consume. Because I've already read the long form articles. I've already watched all the documentary series. And I was like, I really have to watch the narrative series now? (laughs) I really got to watch Jared Leto reenact all the things that I already know? This is how she talked. (laughs) This is how Elizabeth Holmes talked. It's Actually, it's a combination of therapy and diagnosis. Theranos. It's like we're going to the Poconos. We're gonna, we're gonna change the world one drop of blood at a time. That's like I'm going. <laughs> you got like a little fratty at the end. At a time, <laughs> Bruh. I'm Elizabeth Holmes, brah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fraud, I <laughs> <laughs> got him. Cold brew coffee. I mean, what's nitro? What what oh. is nitro cold brew? Is it just put through an ISI canister before it is fed to the people? Nitro cold brews the big, actually, here's the thing that's I'll say. That's a scam. That's a scam. Uh, no, wait, hold up. Uh, that's the thing that I really actively enjoy. So, so. <laughs> How can you enjoy something and, you know, you're, the, the dichotomy no. of your mind is so frustrating no, 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 no. because you say you like it and then you say it's a fraud. It all makes But why sense. do you like fraudulent things? Here's why do you hate yourself? I'll tell you what. Uh, why do I hate myself? Oh, let's get into it, Nicole. <laughs> Nitro cold brew to me is worth it for the science. If it, Nicole, okay, because instead of adding, say, carbonation, right? That's the process of making a drink fizzy yeah. via carbonic acid, yes, you know, yes, blah, yes, blah, yes, blah. Yes. They are nitrogenating it, giving it little tiny micro bubbles mm-hmm. that make fun times in your mouth. And yeah. so I can't do that at all myself. I would, I have, I haven't a single nitrogenatable canister, Nicole. Don't you and have so, a soda stream? I have a soda. That's carbonation, not nitrogenation. Uh. Very different. I like the small <laughs> bubbles. 
And, and so I don't know how to nitrogenate something at home, right? And I will gladly pay a local coffee shop. What's the one in Burbank that I like? Starbucks. No, it's called like it's just called like iHeart Coffee or something. And I don't know. Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, goes there, and they make a great nitro cold brew. But I'm okay. saying I can't do that myself. And so for me, it's worth it because I'm paying for the joy of the tiny little micro bubbles. Yeah, I'm sure Let's you get can into... make it at home. Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, you probably need like what a tube and a bunch of water. <laughs> Is some sort of chemical? Yeah, that's the one blowing it. Yeah, at the yeah. other end. <laughs> Are we talking about colonics or nitro- nitrogenation? We'll buy both and we'll okay, try we'll them on, on each <laughs> product. Do you do you not like nitro cold brew? I mean that I that is like fake to me. Like what why am I <laughs> like that's a scam? Like putting nitri- nitrous oxide in in I a, think it's nitrous oxide. Whatever it is, we're using a lot of science words that we don't understand. Yeah, what, so a, use that exactly, as a caveat. Theranos. Theranos. <laughs> exactly. It all ties together. Well, I just hot dogger. Send us one drop of your blood, and I'll tell you if it tastes like blood or not. <laughs> that's sorry. If the low price of fifty dollars, I will just eat your blood. You actually drink blood. <laughs> tastes tastes like. <laughs> Maple syrup. <laughs> it actually, you drink blood, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know. There's something about the nitro bubbles. Well, first of all, I don't even know if I can drink a whole <laughs> cup of cold brew. Why? Because <laughs> my body goes into shakes and tremors. Wait, are you that sensitive to caffeine? I think so. There's There was a period of time when I worked at a coffee shop where I literally had four cups of coffee a day in like different ways yeah. and there came a time when like I if I didn't have coffee I would shake oh same and then I quit cold turkey for two years and I didn't wow. touch coffee and then I was like okay I'm done with my co- my caffeine addiction I can just like introduce it to myself now and mm. I'm fine now but sometimes <laughs> sometimes if I have cold brew I get really shaky and I'm like oh I can't drive <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you're one of those people there's a lot of memes about it where people are like <laughs> yeah one cold brew, and then they'll show like a sewage pipe exploding, implying that they have violent diarrhea <laughs> after a sip of cold. And that's like a, a sentiment that I hear from people like, oh, I can't even smell coffee without having to take a dump. <laughs> and I'm like, how poorly regulated is your digestive system? Well, I will say, when I have three sips of my morning coffee, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, so you're one of those people. Yeah, I am sensitive to it in that way. You're one of those, do you think, Nicole? <laughs> yes. That nitro cold brew would even help more with that because of the bubbles. It's not helping. It's hurting. <laughs> oh, you're hurting. You don't want to be there. Because sometimes I like to... I don't want to talk about pooping on the podcast. Can I have 30 seconds to talk about poop sure. on the podcast? Uh, your okay, poop. yeah. Your poop. My not, poop. Not you don't, Nicole, you don't have to overshare anything. What I like to do sometimes, if, you know, I eat a lot of whey protein powder, if I'm feeling a little backed up. And this is great. I, like, digestive health is just really important for people. Colon cancer is a huge killer. Eat a lot of dietary fiber. I like to take about 6 to 15 prunes, and I'll blend those up with ice and water and just suck down a prune slurry. That's fine. Yeah, what and then that that'll, have to do with well, I'm saying that's what I do instead of coffee. Oh, well, that's good for you. It is good for me. <laughs> it's, but it's not like a pleasant experience. It is a it is a violent evacuation. <laughs> it is not, not like a clean evacuation. Was that 30 it's seconds? Like a, was that 30 seconds? Is my okay. time up? Because I was yes. about to relate this to the, oh, the dictator, Maggie. the Mar- uh, Marcos uh, dictator from the Philippines, how he was violently evacuated from Manila. <laughs> that's it. Now I'm done. That is how my... <laughs> so you call my It's an unwanted <laughs> presence in, you know, a place. And you need to get it out. Speaking of cold brew, have you ever uh, heated up cold brew and drank it like coffee? I don't know. Have I? I'm asking you a question. Well, I know, you, you spend more time with me than like my fiance <laughs> and like all of my family members combined. You you would have been around for it. It's just a normal question. You know? Well, then you're not with me, which is shocking. But sometimes yeah, you're not around like me. Barely. <laughs> 
I don't think I have. I really don't think I have. One time I did and it was not good. Cold yeah, brew yeah, heated cold up. Cold not good because cold brew is not actually good. But hot coffee good. iced down That's is good. That's not true. Flavors are more muted when it's cold. We all know that, a.k.a. gazpacho. Gazpacho theory. Oh, yeah. No, I agree yeah, with that. I yeah. agree with that. So actually, it's less intense once, once it's cold. But once it's heated up, it is so disgusting. Can I use one gross metaphor? Fine. One. You know you know how you can tell that flavors are more muted when it's cold? is because try fart in the shower. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is how my mind works. This is literally how I think about this. When you fart in the shower, it smells so much worse because of all the steam and it's just carrying, you know, the warmth it's carrying. It's making the aromas really bloom. you don't like the smell of your own farts? That's shocking. That's not that I don't like. I don't know. There's something comforting. It's like, this is my body. It's beautiful. It's like when somebody (laughs) farts. That's the one thing that I learned from this podcast. Josh doesn't like the smell of his own farts. Shocking revelation. You You ever been in a yoga class and somebody farts? Um... No. Really? Never. And oh I've been God. to like a bunch of yoga. I've been to like so many yoga classes. That's never happened. Somebody's definitely far. You just didn't hear it and they didn't address well, it. Well, then. If, Statistically speaking, Nicole, well, somebody Josh, farted in that class. If a, if a fart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, but you got to finish it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. If, if somebody farts in a yoga <laughs> class and no one is around to hear it, did they really namaste or something? It was going to be something like that, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Anytime I've been in a yoga class and somebody's farted, I swear to God, I'll get off this topic in a second. The teacher comes over and they'll be like, we should all be grateful for our bodies and that they are working and functioning as they should. And this is a gift. I'm just maybe, like, nah, maybe, homie pooped his pants during Chaturanga. I thought maybe you would fart until <laughs> I just like, like a Spartacus, oh, like I am Spartacus. <laughs> exactly. No, no. Uh, uh, Gosh, what are, potty humor. What are, we, what are we talking about? We're talking about coffee, man. What's the best cup of coffee you ever had? Uh, I'm a big Blue Bottle fan, so I have a really? lot of Blue Bottle. I, Blue Bottle's probably my favorite cup of coffee. But again, I don't just have a regular drip coffee that often. Yeah. I'm Right now, I'm really into matcha lattes, and I do like a cold brew from Blue Bottle because they put chicory root in it, and I like that Oh, you're flavor. talking about the New Orleans The style. New Orleans. Yeah, it's what, quite it's like delicious. It's like demerara sugar, it's, chicory root. So they brew. I actually learned how to do this, which was cool. Um, it's coarse ground coffee, anything they got, and then they put like a few spoonfuls of Cafe Du Monde chicory powder, chicory root. Do you know what chicory root is? Because I kind of don't. Um, it's similar. It's, so it's in the same family as like other greens, so like like chard and stuff like that. It's like in the, it's in the same family. Because I've been to restaurants and they'll be like, this is a salad of chicories and it's all kind of like, um, what's the radicchio ish? Yeah, type I of think stuff. it's radicchio. Is it literally chard? that with the root? I think so. Weird. And it's just that. And then they brew it for a long time and then they put it with some milk and then a little bit of uh, syrup, like vanilla syrup. Mm. And I really like it. It's honestly a perfect iced coffee, but I am more of a hot coffee person. I'm more yeah, of a yeah. hot espresso person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I just don't enjoy cups of coffee that much. I just prefer like an espresso with some milk and a little bit of brown sugar, sugar in the raw. That's I, I am like a, uh, I'm a big drip coffee fan. Like I prefer mm-hmm. the American style coffee to like espresso. And I, when I okay. had these Italian roommates, um, they would just refer to American coffee as dirty water. Because for them, coffees, you know, drink in like, you know, two to three ounce little cups. And so, you know, I'm coming around with like, I used to drink a quart of black coffee every morning. A quart? I used to drink a, I used to drink a quart of coffee. I'm like Paul Bunyan. That's four <laughs> and cups. And a barrel of eggs. Yeah. That's a lot of Actually, coffee. Actually, it's five cups in coffee. This is another weird what? thing. Coffee 
the standard measurement of a cup of coffee is six ounces. And it makes no is sense. It? You can Google this on y'all's own. But a cup is eight ounces. Uh, like a, a, a standard measuring cup, yeah, is That's eight fluid so ounces. Weird. But when you're talking about cups of coffee, I think they're going off of the old-timey styrofoam cups that you'd find at like a water cooler. Okay. That are six ounces. So interesting. this is another weird thing. You're talking about cold brew maybe having more caffeine in it. Um Roasting and heat does negatively affect caffeine content. Sure. I believe. However, it's like impossible to tell how much of the grounds have soaked into the water at mm-hmm. any given point. You know what I mean? Because if you let a cold brew steep for 12 hours versus 24 hours, uh, depending on the coarseness of your grind, all that is going to affect the caffeine content. Sure. And we're like very flippant about caffeine content, which I think is weird because it's a hard drug. It made me yeah. go blind, Nicole. I know. It gave you the shakes. You, I know. you were an addict. You were jonesing. I know. It's crazy. Like, do you know how many milligrams of caffeine are in a cup of coffee? If you had to guess, like, do you know the milligram amount of caffeine? 118. That's actually probably pretty pretty close. If you're I don't know. About, like, do you eight know? ounces of coffee. Yeah. How much is it? Well, no, it, it, I'm, I'm saying it all depends on coffee. But, like, if you're talking about milligrams of caffeine, 1,200 milligrams of caffeine uh, at one time or in, in one 24-hour period is likely to give you a type of severe caffeine intoxication. Scary. So that's probably where I was when I done went that's blind. That's so scary to think 400 about. milligrams per day is what the FDA recommends to not have any negative long-term effects. They're like, this is the cap. 400 milligrams. Mm-hmm. I give myself a cap of like 550 because I'm like, oh, I'm bigger. So I can handle that. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyways, like uh, six fluid ounces of coffee uh, should range between like 60 and 80 milligrams of caffeine. Okay. But then, you know, uh, blonde roasts have more caffeine mm-hmm. than, you know. That's uh, true. And then uh, if you look up Starbucks uh, venti uh, blonde roast. That's dangerous, uh, Over right? 400 milligrams of caffeine, which is over the toxicity level. Yeah, they shouldn't be which selling is crazy. that, right? But it's crazy that we do in America. But they shouldn't. And they shouldn't. I'm saying that. We're very flippant about it. And it's very strange to me. And how, many, how much caffeine is in a cold brew, like a like a venti cold brew? It all depends. And nobody knows. Oh, it's what a weird, wild, wonderful scary. world where we play with our hard drugs. That's scary. So, My favorite cup of coffee, Nicole, I once oh, had. Oh, sorry I didn't ask you. I, Josh, no, it's okay. I wasn't Josh, fishing. Josh, what's your favorite cup? I, okay, well, I had the most special cup of coffee I had. I think we've talked about this before, but okay. I went... I went to Blue Bottle and they were advertising this cup of coffee that cost like $23 or something. Oh my God. And they were like, this is a cold, no, not a cold brew. They're like, this is a pour over from Yemen that is based off of the original coffee bean that was, hold on, Nicole. This is based off the original coffee bean that was first brewed back in 10,000 BC. And there's a Mesopotamian hymn according to this coffee. And the person who got the beans out of Yemen had to smuggle it on a kayak. And his name, his name was Fred. And then Fred, he has a daughter named Sophia and here's a photo of Fred and Sophia and here's our giant pamphlet and it comes with a tiny little cookie and it costs $18 and you have to wait 45 minutes for it to brew and the coffee guy is just going to be staring at you the whole time while he brews it with love and I paid that money for it and I tipped the requisite 20% which is the price of a normal cup of coffee I was using a corporate card to get it because I was writing about it at the time Uh Um, but like the barista literally stared at me while I drank this thing and he was like can you taste the cherry blossom notes and I just want to be like I never eaten a cherry blossom, dude. This tastes like coffee. Um, but I couldn't. And instead, I went, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I do, man. It's insane. It's kind of like a little bit perfuming. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because they're also positively reinforced to just go, yeah. Of course. That's why if anybody ever goes to like a wine tasting or somebody pours the, you know, uh, the taster at a restaurant. Oh my gosh. That's my favorite thing. Because everyone says, because you're the food person, like you get to taste yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and they're like, how's it? And I'm like, I like shake my head. And then it's like, okay. Yeah. You give, them, give them a little wink. Yeah, like, I always say one adjective. I'm like, 
Ooh, love that peppery finish. Ooh, ooh, love that jammy blush. But do you mean ooh. it? But do you know what you're saying when you say I, it? I think I mean it. It's like if you think you're in love, does that mean you're in love? How do you tell if you're in love? It's all such you're a weird nebulous You're willing to die for, the, for your partner. <laughs> but I'm saying it's such a nebulous concept, like you yeah. thinking that you taste something versus actually tasting it because everything's perceived through the mind. Yeah, it's like you know that I mean? one. It's like that one uh, opinion we had where they said if you have a bite of a carrot, it tastes like Coke. It's like, yeah, if you put that in the in the air, I'm sure someone will think that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so this could have been the best cup of coffee I've ever drank. And I don't know. I will say my favorite cup of coffee is on Saturday morning. I wake up like an hour and a half before Julia, probably at 6.30. Uh, well, that's early for the weekend. Yeah, just my body's just kind of stuck. Sure. I wake up at 6.30 and I will brew on my, it's actually not a Mr. Coffee. I now have like a, I've upgraded to like the $100 like ninja foodie coffee thing. Okay, cool. Good That's for you. nice. And I use Don Francisco butterscotch <laughs> flavored coffee beans. It is good. And it is great. And I'll put uh, Splenda protein powder and Fair Life milk in it. That's the high protein milk. Oh, I thought that was the lactose. And it milk. makes it like a latte. Oh, good. And I drink about 24 ounces of that in the co- on, the, on, the, on the table while uh, playing Rocket League. You played Rocket League at 6.30? 6.30 in the morning. Wow. before Julie gets up. So it's like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to drink coffee. I'm going to have some me time. Okay, and so good. that's my favorite cup of coffee because it's connected to a ritual. That's good. It doesn't you know? have anything to do with cold brew being, being a scam. Yes. Oh, what? Because because <laughs> then I save the other half a pot of the coffee and then I put it in the fridge and I make it ice and I make it cold and it tastes significantly better than any cold but brew ever. But that's not would. cold That brew. was hot brew coffee and that is what you all should be doing and cold brew is a scam and they're artificially inflating the amount of supply and labor to make the coffee to make you pay more for it, scraping up their margins, Starbucks taking over the world. Hey, hey, Nicole, from hey. you and I, hey, from you and I have to say, now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are Like, like Casseroles. Wow, real droll today, huh? Josh always says we sing it, but we never really sing it, but now I really Do you, didn't let's, let's try. It. Let's try and actually sing it. Let's try and harmonize. Okay. Opinions are like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so Josh, sorry. I'm so normally flat. better. You're so <clears> flat. <throat> okay, wh- wh- what do you want me to sing it like? Okay, I want you to go to an A. Like an, a, like an A. Like an A. I'm here. This guy has a. no pitch. You have no I really pitch. am tone deaf. It's yeah, rough. yeah, yeah. It's rough. And such a beautiful history of Jewish cantors in my family. Congratulations. All right. Hey, so hey, I was a guest on a fellow Mythical Kitchen crew members podcast. That's right. That's right. Go head over to Trevor Talks Too Much to listen to the episode where uh, Trevor and I play like a newlywed game to That's nice. guess that you know, to really test our friendship that over like the fun. years. And uh, Trevor tries to get me to open up more so you can go see if over at Trevor Talks Too Much to see if I Trying know. to get you to open up more? Baby, you open up. Yeah. About? Well, no, there's got to be something deeper in the recesses. You think so? Yeah, it's going to reach deep down there. That's, I don't know. Well, hey, anyway. So first up, Nicole, it looks like we got someone at Corey Loveorn says barbecue sauce is the only condiment that can make green beans edible. I got nope. one for you. Butter. Lao Gan Ma. Lao Gan Ma. John Cena loves Lao Gan Ma. I love Lao Gan Ma. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Julia doesn't like green beans and it makes me mad. Like at all? Yeah, well. I've she co- can't eat beans. Uh, but Okay, so a green bean isn't like a bean. It's a legume? No, it's like neither. It's a vegetable? Bean, beans don't exist. There's oh. like legumes, there's pulses, there's just beans aren't, like a green bean, like a yellow wax bean, a Chinese long bean, those aren't like beans. Okay. 
Did I tell you about the fava beans that I had at a restaurant? No. So I went to a restaurant with my brother and we ordered like fava beans. They're on like the grill menu, but I kind of imagine like a plate of mm-hmm. uh, like full madamas. Sure, that you just like eat with yeah, the it's skin like a nice, on. No, no, no. Oh. I, I was imagining like a plate of like beans I could eat with a spoon. Oh, okay, okay. Didn't notice it was like from the grill, mm-hmm. you know, and that was part of it. And so they come out and they're the fava beans. that It looks like giant edamame. Yeah. And uh, they're like fully dressed with the skin on. And so, I like skin on fava beans. Well, John looks at me and he's like, hey, we're supposed to eat the whole thing. Do you eat the whole fava bean? Um, well, it does give you indigestion, but does yeah. It? I don't know, dude. But anyways, and I'm like, yo, there's dressing on the outside. Of course, we're supposed to eat the whole thing. And so we're chewing on it, and it's like not very good. Uh, and then the server comes over, and we're like, hey, out of curiosity, are um, we supposed to eat the whole thing? And she goes, um, typically what most guests will do, there's some panic in her eyes, is they'll take the beans out of the shell before uh, eating them. <laughs> And we go, oh, so we ate the bones. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, they weren't great. But I love green beans, and I think they're edible with damn near any sauce. But I think they do really deserve a sauce. I think they're good pan-seared with some butter and salt and pepper. It's perfectly fine, too. A little garlic, a little yeah, lemon to kill really it. Yeah, really good. Uh, Prick King. Prick King green beans. Oh, Thai green beans, bro. That's a good one. Mm. North Snow 21 says... <laughs> I recently discovered that not everyone <laughs> eats cereal with warm milk. I never ate it with cold as a child. That's incredible. What? How, how long did it take you to figure that out, though? That's an incredible discovery. Like, you were, like, you were, like, really coddled and loved as a child, it sounds like. Yeah, Always but having warm milk with your, it's like porridge. I'm just, <laughs> I love me a good Frosted Flakes porridge. You know that. <laughs> I'm just wondering if they never saw cereal in, like, a media that they consumed, right? Because think about, I mean, um, children's shows, kid pouring a bowl of cereal before school. The, that jug of milk is obviously straight out of the fridge, right? Surely they would have seen, they would have inferred that that was just cold. Maybe they're trolling us. Sorry, I don't I think, what, to what end? To this end? For attention? Why not? North Snow, are you trolling us? We got to know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is a very, I don't know, like really coddled, protected person. Like maybe they, they sound did, loved. Maybe they didn't watch TV. Maybe they were watching, you know, some religious Family programming. reading to them. Yeah, maybe. You don't have to be religious to be sheltered. <laughs> it helps. That's true. I was you know, sheltered like I just, but not very religious. Tr- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still uh, had cold milk with my cereal, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Dr. Iceman 200, Eggo waffles are better frozen <laughs> than warmed up. Okay. I've had both. Me too. Okay, here's a weird turn. Frozen Eggo waffles have the consistency of my favorite waffle, which is a, Lie- a, Belgian? a Liege waffle. Which is a Belgian waffle? It's a Belgian waffle, but it's a yeasted, it's a very thickly sugared yeasted waffle that has large sugar crystals in it. And mm. it's like not fluffy and light. It is dense crispy. and it's chewy and crispy. yeah. yeah, yeah. And so good. And uh, frozen egg, well, this is a reach. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. Frozen egg waffles kind of give you that texture, that denseness. Yeah, but no. the denseness is from ice crystals. You're right. You're right. But yeah. I do like it better warm. Yeah. I know this isn't going to exactly change the way that I consume frozen sure, waffles. Yeah. Um, but I think you got a point, Dr. Iceman. Also, cool your name. name is Dr. Iceman. You're eating egg waffles frozen. It's a cool name. It's like a dentist named Dennis. Dennis the dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like if your if your name is Dennis, you're more likely to become a dentist. That's false. There's I know it's actually false. That no, like somebody actually somebody actually like published that and claimed it. Oh, yeah. Sun Devils eighty four says barbecue sauce cookies are a sneaky top tier cookie. 
So is there like a re- online recipe where they do Sweet Baby Ray's cookies or something? Well, yeah. Here's the thing. They're presupposing the existence of something called a barbecue sauce cookie. Yeah. And presupposing that we know what that is or that maybe we should know what that is. I can in- I can certainly infer what it is. You take, take a sugar cookie dough. You know, you maybe add a little bit less wet ingredients. You mix a bunch of barbecue sauce in there. Uh, and then, yeah, barbecue sauce cookie yielding nothing on search terms. Um, but if you can imagine, <laughs> if you can imagine, Nicole. Yeah. Sugar cookie dough, leave out a little bit of the wet, add a bunch of barbecue sauce no, in and bake it off. No, I think I I think you're wrong. I think they're taking a cookie and then they're topping it with BBQ sauce. Or maybe they're making a whoopie pie. <laughs> <laughs> so whoopie pie, which is a nice, a nice little thick barbecue. Yeah. I don't know, but a barbecue sauce cookie or cookie with a dry rub in it, I eat a lot of very heavily spiced cookies. Those are my favorite. Yeah, but you're not putting barbecue spice I'm rub not putting in a bar- cookie. But you're I'm crazy. saying it's not that <laughs> No, you crazy liar! Get out of you crazy pants on fire liar! You, uh, no, but like you know, it's not that far of a jump. And also, Jenny's everything bagel ice cream—it is a leap. It's, it's a bit of a leap. It's a jump. It's a leap. It's what is the sport called where you run and you pull? It's a pole vault. Parkour. Pole vaulting. Oh, but Nicole's making a track and field reference. Who, yeah. Are you, are you a fan of uh, Renault Lavillenie? Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. French. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is French. But then Armand Duplantis came in and broke all of his records. But not French. And Sergei Bubka, of course, oh the my Ukrainian God. great. Ukrainian, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Did you? No. I don't know. You, I mean, you got it right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're just going to need more information. Sun Devils 84 hit us up with some more info. Yeah, call us. And then <laughs> Nicole's going to drop her personal number in the no. description. No, no, no. Uh, all right. A Riffle. Cinnamon cheese pizza was the weirdest yet most mind-blowing thing I've ever eaten. What is going on? These are very unique niche uh, See, Nicole, opinions. they're presupposing the idea that <laughs> something called cinnamon exactly. cheese pizza Exactly. What's exists. going on? It's wild. If you were to take a normal cheese pizza, let's even say one without tomato sauce on it, and just sprinkle cinnamon sugar on it, that's a good time. Do you agree? No. You disagree? On a regular slice of pizza? But no sauce. I'm saying no tomato sauce. Even with tomato sauce, maybe. I like no, cinnamon. No, 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 no. I put no. cinnamon and sugar in my tomato sauce. Well, I understand putting cinnamon in tomato sauces, but like, yeah. this is... this is. Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. What's to understand? I don't this understand. This is just A-Riffles just vibing, just having a good time. Cinnamon cheese okay, pizza. Okay, vibing in the wrong direction because <laughs> I don't understand what this is. I don't get it. Jesse the Mark says, my SO and her mother like to have cream of mushroom soup on homemade waffles. I think it's weird. They say I'm crazy. They're gaslighting you. No, this is the thing. This, Nicole. What? Flashback memory from my childhood. This okay. is the thing. I used to eat this. Is it good? It's a happy memory oh, from childhood. We got one. one. Woo! Okay, so chicken, my, uh, one half of my family... Ashkenazi Jewish and yes, South yes, yes. Other half of the family, like weird Mennonites from Dutch, yeah, yeah, Pennsylvania Dutch. Um, I remember when my dad, I, t- I took him to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. Uh-huh. Uh, we were in L.A. and I was like, I really want to eat here. And he's like, oh, chicken and waffles when I was growing up was like a stewed chicken in a cream sauce on top of waffles. Oh. And I, it's like a weird Pennsylvania Dutch kind of rurally thing. Mm. And that's what they're doing. And we made it with just cream mushroom soup and rotisserie chicken. And it is good. I believe you. Wow. Unlocked a new memory. Forgot about that entirely. That's good. That's great. I'm happy. Ooh, I love this one. At Lutoons, sprinkle of salt on cereal is a game changer. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good one. I um speaking of coffee. Yes. Do I will put, put salt in your stop. Well, not if you're gonna have that attitude, <laughs> I don't know. Wait, wait, okay. Continue. Continue. I'm sorry. I put a sprinkle of salt in my coffee. That's it. That's all. <laughs> is there sugar say. in it? Yeah. Well, Splenda protein powder and milk. Oh. And then salt. Yeah, okay. You know, you're already putting so much garbage in it. Just put another sprinkle of garbage on it. Well, it's also, uh, it's Rocky Road flavored protein powder. Even better. And so it's got that like, 
the fake almond extract, yeah. the orgeat syrup. That yeah, yeah, it's got that in there. So it already tastes just a hella weird. What and it's t- butterscotch coffee. It's yeah. butterscotch flavored coffee. I don't know. These are Rocky choices. Road. You're the flavored. one making the choices. It's not like you're going somewhere and they're giving this to you. You are the one who's creating this mess. What other cup of coffee has 60 grams of protein in it, Nicole? Tell me. I can't find tell a me. single one. Not even one. But let me tell you, when I was in Costa Rica, I did have a salted coffee and mm-hmm. it was kind of good. <laughs> it's good. Salt awakens the flavor and everything. Yeah, it's kind of uh, good. Yeah, I'll, I salt my cereal too deliberately. It's a great. It, salt and protein powder are all your dairy things. Casey Bryant 27 says black olives on top of nacho cheese Doritos are a great late night drinking snack. I love black olives. So if they taste more like the tin, the better. Yeah. I don't care. I, I thought care. all olives just tasted like metal until I, I had like a fresh olive. Not like, a, but you know, an olive not from a can. And I was I like, oh, why doesn't it taste like aluminum? Canned black olives that you can put your pinky finger through yeah. and just eat. Like, Whole, is one of my thickums. favorite tastes ever. And it cannot be duplicated by any other food. Just made my mouth water. I feel so like good. the combo on Doritos, it's missing a wet. Yeah, it needs something to stick to it. And it can be any wet. No, I know. Okay, what do you think the wet is on three? One, two, three. Hummus. Sour cream. Oh. Okay, sour cream. I was going to say sour cream, but also hummus sounds nice. Nacho <laughs> cheese, hummus, and some olives. <laughs> That's good. I got uh, not to listen. I, I, I don't go to Trader Joe's because I their produce is kind of whack sometimes. Really, I love my Trader Joe's produce. It's incredible. I don't know. You should come to my Trader Joe's. Like bum avocados. What? Julie went there with her friends. I don't know. Um, Sounds crappy. But they got this like eggplant spread that's kind of like was like ikra. The eggplant hummus. It's not like eggplant. No, 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 it's not that. Uh-uh. It's like in a jar. It's just okay. an eggplant roasted tomato. It's uh-huh. it's basically um ajika. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or no, ikra, ikra, ikra yeah, is the Armenian thing. one, right? Similar, similar. Uh, I would love that nacho cheese Dorito and a black olive. Still seem sour cream. Mm, mm. Ooh, hot take right here. Hot take. One more, one more, one more. At Just for Mythical, Bucatini is superior to spaghetti in every way. Same twirly-whirly fun with a far more substantial mouthfeel. P.S. Got Twitter just for sharing this love from South Africa. Oh, very cool. Could be my cousin. Do you know uh, Do you know Sharon Cohen in Cape Town? <laughs> Let me know if you know Sharon Cohen in Cape Town. She's, she's my cousin. Does she talk like this? Yeah, she is probably that, talks like this. Is that how people in yeah, South I'm Africa Yeah, I'm from South Africa, bro. I had a South African teacher. Her name was Miss Bauer. Zifsod really... represent. <laughs> um, I like Bucatini. It's not my favorite pasta. I know that's very controversial. You feel like, yeah, you're such a Bucatini girl. But I'm really not. <laughs> I, I do agree that you look like a Bucatini girl. <laughs> Don't I? Yeah, you sure Maggie, do. Maggie, don't I look like a Bucatini girl? Maggie, tell her she Maggie. looks like a Bucatini girl. <laughs> Maggie agrees. I feel like here's here's a problem. I'm going to... Here's a problem. Hold on. I feel like, Nicole, do you feel like the holes in Bucatini have gotten a lot smaller lately? What's the deal with that? What's the deal with the holes in Bucatini? They're hardly there anymore. When I was growing up, the holes in Bucatini, you could fit a whole pinky finger in. That's how big the holes in Bucatini were. And now, almost none there. So when they're saying that there's a substantial mouthfeel, well, no, because this is important. I feel like they, Nicole, they might be describing a pasta called beagle Right? I feel like they're just talking about thick spaghetti. Because I feel like the holes in Bucatini used to not give it a substantial mouthfeel, but Maggie, I'm gonna be moving a lot when I do this. I feel like Bucatini, it wasn't it wasn't meant to have a substantial mouthfeel, Nicole. It was meant it was meant to, if I could just be here for a sec. Nicole Bucatini was meant to have little holes in it. I don't even need to move. Uh in short, 
<laughs> yeah, I like Bucatini. It's fine. I was trying so hard to cross my leg and do this. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for stopping by a hot dog as a sandwich. We got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or like casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter. I'm Mythical Chef or Enhenizata with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. You really, you really made a meal of that Mythical Kitchen at the end. At Mythical Kitchen! I we'll like, see you next time. I like working for Mythical Kitchen. It's a fun time. I like it too.